0: previous episode i had talked about jainism or jain dharma which really constitutes a tiny percentage of the population maybe less than 0.1% of the entire human population and uh, most of them they live in india but nevertheless it's a separate religion and they have their own ideas and philosophy. Another thing I mentioned was how different Eastern religions are from the Abrahamic traditions. In the Abrahamic traditions, you find the idea of one God, one supreme God, and then there's a scripture, but neither is there in the Eastern religions. So generally, they're not as strict as uh, some of the Abrahamic beliefs but we must not forget that the dogmatic factor or the strictness of the religion really depends on the followers as well so today I'm going to talk about Buddhism and I'm sure it's much widely known in comparison to Jainism you can find a lot of similarities in the two. Just like Jainism, there is no idea of God, there is no strict scripture, only teachings of one patriarch, in this case Buddha. And many people have some misconception about the term Buddha. They think it's just one person, which is not really the case. Buddha is it's more like a title given to an awakened soul, liberated soul and there have been many Buddhas in Indian traditions, in Hindu traditions but in this case when we talk about Buddhism we talk about Siddhartha Gautama who lived around 2500 years ago and who gave his teachings to his disciples and based on his teachings, his disciples, they created this school of thought as we know as Buddhism. So that's really a good starting point for us for Buddhism. The teachings of Buddha not the God, not any sacred scripture, just the teachings. And it's also worth noticing that like many other Indian traditions, the knowledge it's not really handed down to the students from the teacher. And so is the case with Buddhism. When you study Buddhism, you're not supposed to just take or receive the knowledge from the teacher. Instead, you're supposed to learn certain methods, certain techniques of meditation, certain learnings. And then you apply it in your life and then test them. And then see how they are true in what context those teachings are true. And it's really your own understanding, your own realization of those truths. So that's why they are really compared with the recipes and not really the food items, these teachings. So Buddha gives you the recipe, but you cook your own food. And it's fresh every time in every person's case. And hence the idea is you choose your own spiritual path. Nobody is going to tell anything to you. Anyway, let's just go back to the story of Prince Siddhartha who was born around 560 BC. His father was the king of the Shakya clan and that's why sometimes you refer to Buddha as Shakyamuni as well. So when he was born, there was a prophecy by somebody, some saint that either... Prince Siddhartha was going to be a big reputed king or he would choose a spiritual path or become a monk. And the father wasn't really happy about the second part. So he thought he would rather make his child the greatest king. So... As you can see, there were these two ideas, one of the life of king, which was about ruling the material world. And the other was the spiritual path, which was beyond the material world. And the father really wanted his son to choose the path of material world and become a king. And that's why he did certain arrangements. He made sure that his child, Siddhartha, never got to see any troubles, any problems, any suffering. And he just presented all the pleasures of the world to his son, which was supposed to bring the joys and the pleasures of the materialistic world to the young prince But then, eventually, he had to see certain things, especially when he decided to venture out. Normally, what the arrangements were, that every time the prince ventured out, there was supposed to be no problem, no suffering, no sight of anything, cruelty on the roads. So, prince only got to see the nice things in the world. But sometimes, that plan wasn't really executed perfectly. The first time, he saw an old, bent, toothless man, and that disturbed his mind. Then he saw another man suffering from a disease, and then eventually he saw a dead corpse. And then he wondered about this. He asked people around him what, what was going on, what is this, what is death, what is suffering. And when he learnt about all those things, that really troubled his mind. He wasn't the same person again. He really lost that sense of intoxication that comes from pride, being young, young and strong so he withdrew from this materialistic life left everything behind and became a monk the prophecy did come true and then the journey began he traveled all across the land and he found many schools of thoughts he tried their methods their meditations their learnings He tried almost every path of spirituality but nothing really satisfied him and eventually at the verge of death when he was almost starving he found his call he found the awakening and that's when he gave his teachings under the Bodhi tree which is in India And these teachings eventually form the basis of the religion as we know as Buddhism. And if we just talk about the fundamental, the principles of Buddhism, there are four noble truths which Buddha talked about. They are, first one is there is suffering in the world. Second is, there is a cause behind that suffering. And third one is this suffering can be ended and the fourth one is there's a path that leads to the end of this suffering as you can see there is a lot of stress on the idea of human suffering and how that can be cured which is why you'd find so many practices of meditation therapies and in fact much of the religion is devoted to this aspect of life that is of human suffering and although much like Jainism it talks about all the conscious creatures but there is slightly more stress on human suffering which is why vegetarianism is not as common in Buddhism as it is in Jainism or as strict as it is in Jainism But the idea here is to really work on human suffering. And then of course you can see how the religion expanded. The different different school of thoughts emerged such as Mahayana or Hinayana. And then there is Tibetan Buddhism, Chinese, Zen Buddhism, Taoism. There are many schools of thoughts now, but the underlying ideas, they all originate from the teachings of Buddha. So that's just the very basics of Buddhism. If you want to learn it more, explore more books around this religion, you should visit the religion section of Kalampedia.org, and you'd find plenty of resources. Thank you very much.